Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Welcome back to Priority Pastor. This is Darren Ryan. For the next four episodes, I've taken a message I recently preached on planning your year I serve right now. Welcome back to Priority Pastor. This parts. is Darren Ryan. This will differ Today from we have the training I did for pastors on the same topic. The sermon I recently this preached is a on church planning level. your a sermon, year. not just for it's pastors, a little different where I lay on the same training foundations to pastors planning, on the same topic, and then some practical really a message that so, would be accessible to people in the church, laying down some biblical foundations and then some practical applications. So here we are, part three or four on planning your year. So what I want to share with you for a few minutes here Welcome is some, back some things that Pastor. I've Thanks done for joining me. that helped me put this stuff into practice. How do I think that eternal perspective? How do I discern what I have to do? How do I plan? Let me share year. some things. Part two of four. This first thing I'm going to share with go. you, some of you will internally groan and some of you will internally cheer. And some of you may be dispassionate. So this next Welcome phrase back to that Priority comes Pastor. up, this if it's something that excites you, Today we have part three of four. And if it's something that bores you or bothers you, your year. It's a little different okay. than the same training your gut to pastors on the same topic. Yay it's really blue. a message that would be yes, accessible mix, to people there? in the church, laying down some there's biblical foundations and then some practical The most exciting topic for so here some we are, people. Part three or four. A cringeworthy topic for others. Uh, in, in, uh, bad news for those of you who said boo. It's a lot of research to indicate that people have said. Hi, thanks for joining down. me. This is Darren Ride. Welcome to Priority Pastor. Bad news pastor. for goal setters is a lot Today of people have goals get the wrong stuff. Four of the message, planning your year, which but I preached recently in the church that I'm serving, that set goals, and basically laid out the biblical foundations for planning me. and it some practical applications. A year. It's not as in-depth kind of or my time. in detail as it would be for the pastor's training I did of the same name, right but it's kind of at a level that would be accessible the to the Bible. congregation. Look at the Bible and write a goal setting. What do you see? A talk you could give sometime to the people you Here we are, part four of four, planning your Year. I see Jesus who came, who made, as Billy Graham would describe it, made a beeline for the cross. He knew what his mission was. His goal was to redeem people. Thanks for listening. I see the Apostle Appreciate Paul joining who me. stated that his goal, about his, this topic his intention, his plan, the entire to, audio to in the one piece. Never been shared You're welcome before. to contact me. Info right at the start at of Luke, you see that Luke had this ambition to record an accurate account of the life of Jesus. These were kind of their goals, their focuses. Take care. God bless. And so I just want to challenge the idea that some people say that goal setting is unbiblical. My first church I went to, I tried to set some goals. The elder said, we don't set goals here. It's not biblical. Well, how do you get anything done? So I set goals, just didn't tell them. And eventually, after a few years, we started setting goals publicly, and we got some stuff done. Well, here's, here's a very helpful little exercise in kind of setting some direction in your life. One of my mentors for, for a lot of years, this is his practice. Be do, have, help, leave. Some of you have seen this. Five columns on a page. Be, do, have, help, leave. Ten lines. Under each line, you write down ten things. Ten things you want to be in character in your life. Ten things you want to do in your life. That's kind of like the classic bucket list. Ten things you want to have, possessions-wise. Ten people or groups you want to help. And ten marks you want to leave when you're all gone. It's a very interesting exercise. I've been doing this for, it's got to be awfully close for 30 years. I don't do it every year. But I always look at my last one and I do a new one. What's been very interesting to me, my early ones were an awful lot about do and have. The older I've gotten, there's been a shift towards be and help and increasingly leave. Those are the important things. 
And so it's a very helpful exercise. If you're married, it's a great thing to do with your spouse. Do them separately, compare, you know, then wrestle through how you're going to do each of those lists or whatever, work it through. But really, as a follower of Jesus Christ, they said, really, the point of planning is to surrender to the Lord. So really, the way you do this is say, Lord, what do you want me to be in character? Where do you want me to change and grow? Lord, what are you calling me to do? What should my ambition be for? Who should I help? Given where I am and what I'm capable of, who should I help? And what are the footprints I should leave when it's all done? That's a great exercise. It's almost a, it, you can do it almost as a devotional exercise to do that. The other important thing tied to this whole goal-setting thing that some of you like and some of you hate is this whole idea of lifetime goals. This is a great question here. This is a life-changing question. What three things which if you accomplish them, you will consider your life a success? I don't know how you can do any planning until you've answered that question, really. Until you have a sense of where you're going. Three to five things, if you accomplish them, you'll consider your life a success. I've got three lifetime goals. They're in my mind all the time. One is tied to my marriage. One is tied to my parenting and grandparenting. One is tied to my work, which is my ministry. Three of them. If I nail those things the way I've described them, it'll be awesome. If I don't, they will have at least pulled me in the right direction. And it will shape every year and every day and every moment between now and then. So there's a couple exercises in that whole goal-setting category. If you're keener, you can get into setting 10-year goals and annual goals. But if you really want to get stuff done, now this is towards getting stuff done, I'm a real big fan of 90-day goals. 90-day goals is really where you get a lot of stuff done. Here's the question. Same, same fellow who came up with the be, do, have, help, leave, by the way. Three things you can do in the next three months to make a 50% difference. The idea is, what's something you can do in the next three months that will move you down the path that you know you need to go? 50% difference just means it makes a big difference. It moves you forward quickly. What I find is three months is long enough to get something done. You can get a lot done in three months if you're focused, and it's short enough to keep the pressure on. So three months goals, three months thinking and planning is really, really helpful. But again, this is in light of eternity, in light of your lifetime goals, moving you forward in that direction. And if everything's aligned, you can make significant process. Now, what's very interesting about goal setting, research shows that if all you do is think through your goals at whatever level, write them down, put them away, and never look at them again, you'll be more focused and effective. Just from having gone through the exercise and, and, and building some new synapses in your brain, thinking about the future. So I would encourage you to do that. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you joining me. If you have any questions about this topic or want the entire audio in one piece, you are welcome to contact me, info at darrenride.com. That's info at D-A-R-E-N-W-R-I-D-E dot com. Take care, God bless, and press on. Mm-hmm.